day, Miss Shireen, and thank you for joining me. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. To our listeners, my name is Selena. I'm excited that you are here and welcome to another episode of The Unbreakable Spirit. This is a podcast dedicated to being a source of healing the immense setbacks that we all have experienced in life by sharing stories of those who have discovered their unbreakable spirit. So please note that we are not experts. We are simply sharing stories of our struggles and how we're able to overcome them. Amen. 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 So to my listeners, I am so thrilled today. We are sharing space today with Shireen Spencer. Hi, Shireen. Hello, Selena and listeners. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you very, very much for honoring us with coming on because I think what you have to say is so immensely powerful. Um, Before we get into that, though, I'd like to provide a brief introduction about Shireen. Um, So Shireen is a wife, mother, pastor, author, family life associate, business owner, and she is a life coach. Perhaps you have become familiar with her if you've ever watched the online programs on the Daily Gospel Network and more widely known, 100 Huntley Street. Right? And 700 Club. I've co-hosted on 700 Club Canada. And 700 Club. There you go. So I'm sure that a number of you that are listening have, have definitely heard of those programs. I've watched them several times myself. Um, Shireen is a, well, what I want to, let me break here and let me say this. I, um, have recently heard from, uh, I, I, I value feedback from our listeners and I had recently heard, um, that our podcasts were dark and I wanted to address that. And what I want to say is that, you know, in order to understand where you are now, you have to address, or you have to sort of view through a lens where you have been. And so this is why we have to sort of start our podcast and just talk about, you know, what the journey has been so that we can then produce the light. So I just really want to just encourage um, our listeners. If you have, if you have a suggestion, I'd love the suggestion on how we can get to that light without, because without, without light, without darkness, there's no light without light. There's no darkness. Like the two kind of, are together right they they have to coexist right so so i wanna i i want i hope that we don't lose listeners and i hope that i just am able to encourage um those of you to um stick it through because there's light there's light at the end of the tunnel amen amen right um so shireen like myself shireen is a for, I think you're a five-year cancer survivor now. I just did five years. December was five years for <laughs> surgery. Yeah. And ring and that this, bell. Ding a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling. Yes. It, it was five years since my surgery. And then yes. this summer, July, will be five years since I finished treatment. The treatment. Got it. it all. So Got yeah. It. Got it. Congratulations. Thank you. We know that's a huge milestone. The five year is a huge milestone. It so is. Praise the almighty for that. That's right. Hallelujah. All, all the while, all the while. All the while. So, um, right. So five year cancer survivor who has also overcome many other health challenges and negative life experiences. She loves to hear her, share her story of how God has given her strength 
through the choice of joy so that she can help others heal and be encouraged in their faith walk. So that is where our focus is going to be in this journey of this particular episode. So I'm going to just cut right to the chase. And I am going to ask you if you can share with our listeners. Um, I I know your story. I know a little bit more about your story than I've shared here. Um, And you can feel free to share whatever you'd like to share as you sort of, as we unpack these questions. So my first question to you is, uh, how are you able to face all of these challenges with the same resilient spirit. And I'm going to go through that. And I'm going to ask you very, very specifically in what areas and how did you face it in these different areas? So, so let's start with how did you face these challenges in a practical sense? What did you do practically to move through these challenges? So, You know, I've always said to people that joy is a simple choice, even though it's not an easy one. And that you can choose joy, which can be hard and challenging in that time. Um, Or you can choose to stay sort of in the depths of whatever your situation is. But only one brings fruit and positive results. Only one. Right. And so... When I was going through the different things that I was going through, um, you know, cancer being one of the last things that I I went through, or the year that I had eight surgeries in one year, even before cancer and had all of those health issues and, um, or or just, there are different life situations. I, I have abuse in my story. I have been wrongfully accused in my story. But what I realized was that I actually made the same choices in all of them. And and those choices were to choose joy. And people say, but how do you do that? Or what does that look like? I I always say to people that joy is that choice that says it doesn't matter what I'm feeling right now. So I can feel unhappy. I can feel very sad or broken. But joy says to me, sing in this moment until your feelings follow you along. Uh, pray in this moment until your feelings follow what it is that you're actively doing. Um, sh- read the word, <laughs> share the truth of scripture, um, talk to other people. And so the way that joy um, showed up in my life was first of all, a choice. Uh, the, the, the Bible tells us in James to consider it pure joy when you're going through testing and trials and to consider means to choose, <laughs> to right. consider means to think on, to contemplate, to, to make a decision between whether it's going to be this or it's going to be that, right? right? So James tells us to consider. So in the times when I was feeling like I can't do this anymore, <laughs> right. Right. In, in, in the times where I was just like, if Lord, I, I don't know what it is that you have me going through, I considered and I chose. I chose to pray. I chose to praise. I I chose to read the word and take God at his word. So even though my body was in serious pain, I chose to believe that God said he's my healer. So I believe you're my healer, Lord. I believe that healing is your children's bread. So in a practical sense, it meant using this mouth to speak life. 
It, right. it meant using this, this mouth to sing and praise. It meant using this mouth to pray. And, and, and in those times of prayer, I, I would say, God, I don't like where you have me. <laughs> Yeah. Or God, I, I yeah. don't know what it is that you're doing, right? but I know that you know what you're doing. Right. So help me to sit and rest in you. Or, or those times where I actually didn't have the strength, texting and picking up the phone and calling all my prayer warrior friends and support and family and saying, I'm having an absolutely horrible day. Right. I, I need you, I to, need you to intercede I, I need for you me. To, yes. That's right. I need you to intercede. I need you to give me a positive word. I need you to pray out loud right now because I can't use my own voice. I, I need you to send me something. I need you right now. And so those are the ways in my experience, all of them. You know, I always say to people, if you need God to show up ASAP mm -hmm. as soon as possible, which is yesterday right <laughs> Which yeah. in that moment even before you called to him you need god asap well the scripture tells us how we can find him and i use that acronym of asap yes yeah. always say a prayer mm. that's how god's gonna show up asap asap always, always say, say a prayer, a prayer. But you there's know, you've just totally changed the meaning of ASAP <laughs> for me now this that's is what? a permanent change this is a permanent change but, but there's more okay ASAP ASAP, always say a praise. Mm. So a prayer and a, a praise. praise. Always say a powerful, passionate truth, which is God's word. Right. ASAP, God's word will bring God right where he needs to be. And I also say, always say a passionate cry because people think that if you walk around with joy, that that means that you are denying what you're feeling or where right. you're at. Right. And I find that the Bible tells us that weeping may endure, endure for a, a moment, but joy comes in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Weeping may endure for a night. Weeping may enjoy it, endure in those dark times. Mm -hmm. weeping, weeping is something you have to go through. You must. Like you said, to That's get part of the healing. Life. Yeah. Of the healing. But joy comes in the morning. So a part of walking in joy is actually letting your tears flow. Yeah. Being able to empty yourself of that gut-wrenching, ugly cry mm -hmm. that, you know, releases everything you didn't even know you had. Mm -hmm. uh, the pain that's too much for you. And giving it over to God. And then the scripture says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's not my joy that becomes my strength. I can't manufacture it. Right. I can't make it up. I can't do all of this stuff to make it happen. But when I choose it, then the Lord says, you've chosen me. You've chosen my joy. I'm going to give it to you. And you're going to walk in a strength that you didn't even think was possible. Because it's not yours. It's you. mine. It's yeah. God's. Yeah. And so that's what I practically did. I prayed, I praised, I declared the word out of my mouth and read it so that it would even fuel my prayers, right? Mm -hmm. And it fuel my praise so mm -hmm. that it's not even that it's just kind of flippant and out there. It is rooted and established mm -hmm. in scripture right? so that it has meat to it and it has life to it. And you can and, stand and I, on that. And it, that's right. right. And I cried and then repeat. That's yeah. what I call and that. And repeat. Cycle. And then you know what you said something a little earlier and it's something that I that I have have oftentimes said to myself and all that you have said if I think if you take something away from it it's it's simply fake it until you make it because if well, you 
If you walk in it, it will then become, right? Well, well, and so I say, faith it until you make it. Oh, see, you're just messing up all of my acronyms. So right I, I, I say, faith it till you make it. When people I say, oh, you're, you know, all of this whole idea of positive thinking and, and these things of, these were God's ideas before yes. people wrote about them. Yes. These were God's ideas before people said, practice some mindfulness, all of this stuff that is and now motivational things motivational. and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Already said in scripture yeah. Yeah. in the power of the tongue is life and death. He yeah. already said in the scripture, meditate on this, speak this, say this. He already said in the scripture, you know, praise me. Why? Because it's, it's exactly what it means to faith it till you make it to say, you know what, Lord, I'm not feeling this way, but I'm trusting you because your word is true. And so I am going to sing. I'm going to praise because even we, we, we talk science, laughter, doctors tell you laughter yes. is actually physical medicine. Yes. So it is not faking it when you decide I'm going to smile because when yes. I smile, there's something that is released that the brain says, uh-oh, this is what's happening here, here, right? This is, this is faithing it until you're, you make it, yes. you know, if you spend the time down, then guess where you always go. You're going to end up yep. Spend the time going, okay, I'm going to smile. It's upwards. I'm going to put positive, but not just, I, I'm just feeling happy today, but no, the joy of the Lord is my strength in your presence. There is fullness of joy and at your right hand, eternal presence evermore. And just all of those things that I want to feel that I want to be walking in, that I want to be experiencing in my reality, that's faithing it until you make it choosing God's scripture. That's going to feed it, take roots and be planted and watered and going on those songs that encourage you right? Like, you know, never lost a battle I, 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 or, 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 you know, never would have made it right. Never would have made never it. Would've or, made or, Lord, it. I, I believe for it or, yes. or, or miracle worker, you know, all of these yes. things that are truth. Yes. Yes. Put them in. Yes. Put them in. Practical, 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 practical things that you can do. Right. Um, I, I almost feel like I say, okay, listeners buy for it. Cause, cause you just said it all. <laughs> Like there's nothing, what else do we need to hear about? Um, let's talk about, this is actually, um, again, same question. Um, and, and it really just does, I, I, I almost feel like you just answered that um, in a way. So how did you handle it emotionally and mentally? And I feel like, like that is just combined with what you just described to us, right? Because all of that is mindset, right? And all of that is what you tell yourself and what you tell your God. And, 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 and that in, in itself turns into faith it till you make it, right? right. So I yeah. feel like, like we've answered that. Now, what about relationally? How did you, how were you able to face these challenges in that realm? I think that life is, and I think that, you know, Charles Swindoll or, 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 or I can't remember who said it, but it, life is 10% uh, what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. And, and the whole idea of you teach people how to treat you. So I even asked my husband and I even asked my boys, like I said to them, you know, how are you guys doing this? And all of them always said, it's because of how you're handling it that we cannot handle it 
any differently. Other way. And yeah. There's no other way. They said, yeah. how can we walk around upset or sad or frustrated or negative when you don't? You know, my, my son used to say all the time that, you know, uh, as, as his mom, you know, the boys and the men in the house, mm. you know, they catch a cold and they're miserable. They, they don't know how to handle it, you mm. know, but they said, but my mom, you know, walked through cancer or my mom walked through all of these surgeries or my mom walked through and you would never know that she was sick Yeah, because she, and, and the way that he put it at a, at a nine-year-old child. At that and I was time, actually, sorry, I wanted to interrupt and ask you how old were the boys when, when they were going through this? When my cancer, my, my one was nine and the other one was 12. Okay. Okay. And so it's funny because they, they say to me, like then they said their way of putting it is my mom was always happy. Mm -hmm. And what I learned was what they actually were learning and experiencing was that their mom walked in the joy of the Lord yeah. as her strength. Yeah. Because yes, there were times I cried and yes, but I, I practiced. You're modeling. You're modeling. modeling I modeling. Yes. 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 And, and a big, a big key to that was the practice of gratitude. Yeah. So in this day and in this moment, what am I thankful for? Things may not be exactly as we would want them to be, but you know, and so much so that my but son things generally aren't right. Like right? that's what I, that's the constant thing that we all have to understand is that things are probably most of the time not going to look exactly the way you think they should look but yeah. the good lord knows that he's not giving you what you cannot handle right well actually he's and so he comes in and he's like i got you i got, I got you right 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 here's here's a new one for you the good lord truly you know doesn't give us what we can handle he gives us what he can handle. What he can handle. And so we have to stop trying to, right? Yeah. So even when when that all of those things were happening, how did that affect my relationship? Well, I practiced gratitude mm -hmm. so that I could practice living in the moment of where I was at that time. Yeah. So living in the moment with my husband, living in the moment with my children, living in the moment with my relationships. And so even in those negative spaces, when I was wrongfully accused, I could have decided to, and, and I'm talking about wrongfully accused um, as a teacher, because I'm also a teacher with a TDSB. And, um, you know, a child wrongfully accused me of something I didn't do. Right. And so that sent off, oh my goodness, that was an experience in my life, in my history, in my time. Right. But I could have been really bitter. Which you were exonerated from. Yes. I just yes. want to, oh, yes. I just want to oh, add yes. that. Yes. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Um, and, and, and I could have been really bitter. But yeah, I decided, for sure. Absolutely. I, yeah. I decided. You could have chosen, you could chose. have chosen bitterness. That's right. But instead. Yeah. I chose to say, Lord, this is a problem I can't handle. This is yours. Yeah. And while you're working this out for the teacher that decided to have listened to a child who had told a lie and then report me, okay, help me to deal with this person who doesn't know better. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at them as you love them and let me look at them through your lens because if they knew better, they wouldn't have made this choice. That being said, Very fair. I know better. Yes. How do I treat them with respect? 
How do I treat them with forgiveness? You see, forgiveness is, is, is a big thing for me. And a lot of people think that forgiveness is letting other people off the hook. But forgiveness is about my life and how it is I am now going to move forward. Right. And, and, and people can only move forward um, in forgiveness if they choose it before it even happens. Right. Yeah. So I've always said, I'm going to be a forgiving person no matter what. There is nothing too dark, too difficult, too hard that I will ever experience that God will not give me what I need to forgive if I make the choice to forgive it. Because there are some horrible things that happen in life. Right. And people will say, I will never be able to forgive. Yes. But, but you've already said that. You've already made that choice. But if you've already Claimed made it, yeah. the choice ahead of time, yeah. then when anything so bad, so difficult, so horrible happens, because you want your relationship with God to be one that is open and free-flowing, and it, the Bible tells us, I don't care what anybody says, it says, if you do not forgive, then I cannot forgive Correct. you. That's, That's what right. the Bible says. So That's that being said, if I want to walk in the joy of the Lord as my strength, if I want to walk with an unbreakable spirit, yes, if yes. I want to be able to move from one thing to the other, from glory to glory, from victory to from victory to victory, if I want to be moving in what the Lord has for me, I don't have time to be carrying things that he doesn't have for me. That are not, that are for, not for you, right. That's right. And unforgiveness is about me. Yeah. It's about how I'm going to move in freedom. Yeah. And so forgiveness is a really big key in my relationships, forgiveness of people who I feel have done me wrong, and then finding a way to say, okay, what am I thankful for about you? So even in this situation, right? It's what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for the fact that even though you didn't know better and didn't and, and made the wrong choice, I, through the power of God, was able, because that the police officer called me and he said to me, I want you to know we have to go through the process but your reputation precedes you. Mm. And so I already know that you're innocent. I already know that this is not right. Mm -hmm. And so why, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for the fact that God was given another opportunity to show how I walk in integrity, right? to show who it is that I am, right. to use this experience to be able to say, stay in who you are, Shireen, and I am going to take care of you. Right. So again, it's it's being able to walk in forgiveness that helps my relationships, but it's also being able to walk in gratitude and being able to go, okay, I'm going to set the pace of how it is people are, are going to treat me because mm -hmm. I know what it is that I want in this circumstance, in this situation, in whatever. And so that's exactly how I look at things. Yeah. You teach, people also, you teach people how to treat you in terms of um, you know, whether they respect you or whether they're sure. kind or whether, but you also teach them how to treat you in terms of what you're going to decide is what you allow in your space. Right. 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 So if you're a person that walks around giving thanks, the people around you know better than to complain. And, and, and they, and it's also who you do end up attracting because that is the type of individual that you are, you pretty well, that's who you end up attracting, right? If right. you're some, if you're a Debbie Downer, you I promise you that's going to be your friends. circle. That's going to be your friends. circle, right? right? And, and, you know, I can tell you, and I'm sure you've done it. You've had to sort of make, you know, make distance between yourself and people who are, who are 
are, are um, moving a negative capacity. And, you know, I like to say, as it relates to forgiveness, I like to say, and I've heard this saying, and I don't know where I heard it, for not forgiving somebody is like you taking poison and expecting the other person to die. And that's I right. always say that. And, and that's what has propelled me through the situations that I've come into that I have felt, and it's been relational, it's been in business, you know, there's been a whole host of things that come my way that I really could be bitter. And I really could be That's not, right. not think of my gratitude, but gratitude is, you know, I love that you said that because that is, because it almost, it's like, it almost wipes it out. Like it, That's like right. it, like it wipes it out. Like, okay, you're not matter. Right. Yeah. So I, so I love that. That is so important. And spiritually, I know your, your strong spirit. I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting here and you're schooling me and I'm loving it. <laughs> I am. And you know, this is one of the reasons that like, I, I, I do this. I do this podcast because I just feel like we can all grow. We can all learn. We can all evolve. Right. And I, and, 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 you know, again, people who are going through it, people who are going through it. But, you know, as I sit here, I'm just so grateful to be listening to you because in this moment, you are reminding me of things that I have known and things that I have practiced. But again, back to the police officer who said, you know, I already know, but we have to go through the process. You are just solidifying for me that the things that I'm doing, sometimes you can't see what's happening on right. the outside. You don't know. And you also don't know who's watching right? You also don't know who's watching. And that police officer, as you said, your rep reputation preceded you. Who knew? You're just walking in your truth and you're walking in your integrity and you're walking in your consistency. And I think those things are just so vital and valuable, right? They are. And you said, and you said, you know, you don't ever know who's watching, mm -hmm. but the truth is there is someone always watching. Always. You don't know who, but someone is always watching and creating their opinions and creating their opinions right and if you just remain true to your um convictions being yes. convicted i was watching one of my favorite pastors charles stanley the other morning and he was talking about either you're living in, in as as convicted by the word and convicted by your your word and what you stand in or you're somebody who's just sort of wishy-washy today, today, you know, today I believe in God tomorrow. I, you know what, tomorrow, if I want to do X, Y, Z, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And yeah. that just causes a bunch of problems. Right. So, so I think conviction and integrity are, are so valuable to be able to live the life, the, the joyous life that you That's continue right. to live through all of the adversities that yeah. you have faced. Yeah. So I want to ask you one last question here. When did you realize that you were going to be okay? I'm In a situation? <laughs> I'm a, um, I'm a, just whatever, again, as I said to you before, you, you, you know, you've shared with me a lot about your life and perhaps you can just choose one of those things and just elaborate on that. Because I also think it's important that, um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. So I had been going through some personal matters in the last couple of years and I, I sought therapy and, and, um, my therapist, the very first thing she said, um, was what would you like to get out of the, these sessions? And I thought about it and I had like a litany. I had like four things, right? She's okay. Well, we can't let's, let's focus on one at a time. Let's start with one. And I said, I want to get back my joy. Right. 
right? That's what I said. I want to get back my joy. And so we proceeded. And by the fourth session, I didn't even realize it. And we were chatting along and we were going along. And there was a lot of tears in session one and two. Session three, I showed up with a Kleenex box. I said, listen, you're not going to get me without the Kleenex this time. And then and session four, we're talking and I'm, and I'm, and then I said, and then I said, oh my gosh, I got my joy back, but I didn't realize it. It wasn't until I had that, was having that conversation with her that I realized. So I feel like it's really important to identify when did you know you were going to be okay? Because sometimes people don't realize, Hey, this is the moment where I know I'm going to be okay. So So give us (laughs) your examples. To be honest with you, I knew I was going to be okay in the moment that everything happened. So when I was diagnosed with cancer, it had happened right a year after I had already gone through, like I said, eight surgeries that year. I had gone through uh, a hysterectomy because I had been sick for the longest time and I was hemorrhaging and the doctors were like, this is the only choice that we have Mm. and that hysterectomy actually went wrong so I Mm. had my hysterectomy and then it went wrong and so then the rest of the next year I suffered badly and had seven other surgeries to have to work on my bladder and my kidneys and my like I literally I had a nephrostomy tube out my kidney and a pick line that was feeding me 24 7 like it just went from bad to worse something that never should have happened you guys can't see her but she's gorgeous (laughs) you like She's gorgeous. And like, you look, I'm looking at her and I'm going, you just went through this. This is a lot. Please proceed. And so then I was, then I was standing, you know, I I rolled over, leaned over in bed. Like we were almost to the year of that beginning, that, that, that year of trauma. So we were to the year and I had just said to my husband, you know, we made it, hun. We, We made it through all of this. This is now behind us. Right. And, and felt the lump in my breast. In so, that moment. In that moment, felt, felt the, yeah, felt the lump in my breast. It was technically a year later that I was then diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was funny because when the doctor called me to say to me, Shireen, we are 99% sure based on your ultrasound that you have breast cancer and I'm sending you right now to the breast cancer clinic and they're going to do a biopsy and blah, 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 blah. And I I remember where I was. I was just about to go visit a friend and it was raining outside and the rain stopped, the clouds broke Mm. and the sun just came through. And I literally, I was on the cell phone because I was walking to my friend's apartment and the phone rang and this is what the doctor said. And I literally, that stopped, that happened and I just stood there and I laughed. I laughed, I laughed, I laughed. Then I looked up and then I said, looked down and then I said, Satan, you tried to take me out last year and it didn't work. So here you are again, but let me tell you, you are not going to win this time either. And I just laughed and laughed. And that is when in that moment, I knew I would be okay because I had been through hell and back already. Like I- in that year that I had surgery, I was on the table when I heard their voices because they thought they had put me out and they hadn't. Oh, that and happened to me once too. And they were in the midst of, of going through my kidney right. and I couldn't feel it, but I could hear them. Mm-hmm. And there was a blockage and they said, we need to stop this. This isn't working. She's going to be going for another surgery. 
I promise you when I hear this. And in that moment, I decided I can either go down to the depths of this fact that I've just heard, heard, or I can go to the truth that says no weapon formed against. And so I started speaking these things. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. The Lord, greater you that's in me that's here. And I'm sure they thought, what is happening here? We put mm-hmm. her out and what, mm-hmm. right? Ever? So in the moments where we, where I have been given fact, mm-hmm. that that's not good news, a cancer diagnosis, mm-hmm. a this, a that, in those moments, I stop, I deliberately stop and I say, okay, which choice are you going to make right now? And it's based on those choices that I know I'm going to be okay. okay. Does that mean the journey ahead of me is going to be good? No. When I decided to take the chemo and the radiation and the whatever, again, I had no idea what I was getting into, but I knew it was not going to be good. Right. 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 But I still knew I also, come what may, whatever happens in this journey, there's a reason God has me in it and he's going to show himself strong. Mm-hmm. And so I am going to be okay, not because I say so, but because God has already said so. Already said so. Right. And so you know what? You know what? Uh, you know what it is? It's your alignment. It's your alignment. It's your alignment with God. And it's your spirit that says, I'm good. I'm it, good. That's what it is that I'll tell you. I'll tell you two things that happened to me when I was uh, diagnosed. I remember I was standing there. My friend had come with me mm-hmm. and the surgeon, because it was a surgeon who told me, you know, right. the results. Yeah. And, yeah. and the surgeon and he told me and I said, oh, OK, so. All right. So what are we doing? Da, da, da. And, he, and, and so he proceeded to tell me, you know, what the course of, of treatment would be. And then he said. I have a question for you. Why are you like, you're okay. Cause I had actually sat when I was in the waiting room, I heard the woman before me wailing. She had been in the week before. Um, and, and she was the person right before me to get the actual biopsy. And now she's the person before me to get the results. And she's in there with her mother and they're wailing. And I go in with my friend and I, and he's, and he's like shocked. And I said, because I knew this was going to be it, but I also know I'll be okay. But, you know, you do have those moments. And I remember I then reached out, I think in the days to come, I reached out to uh, a very, very, a person that I just adore her faith and her faith walk has been so strong. She taught me a lot. Um, And she said to me, Selena, she says, I have been, and I don't know why I've been studying Psalm 23. And I feel like this is why I've been studying it. And then she said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to write down all of the things that you are afraid of. That's right. And I need all, and I, and, and she said, and put them in your Bible and leave it there and give it. And in that act is giving it to God. That's right. And I wrote, I think there were 13 items and I wrote them all, put them in Psalm 23 and left them in my Bible. And then I never went back to that piece of paper because I didn't want to look at it again. I was in my Bible, but I never went back. And I went back, like, I think after my, and I was just like, look at this. And I, and I went through all of those things, Yes. but here I am. That's right. right? Because again, it is really, it's so powerful to have that. I'm going to be okay. Feeling like he's got me. I'm going to be okay. And and, and I I think we have to choose. Yes. Climb up into his lap and sit there knowing that no matter what, because there are things that we're told, 
you know, whether you're going to go write a test in school, whether it is that you are studying for uh, a, an interview, whether it is like there are all of these things in life that are uncomfortable and we face them with some anxiety, but the first sure. be anxious about nothing, but mm -hmm. in every thing by how prayer and supplication, and supplication with thanksgiving so i know okay this is there's nothing that i can change about what it is i'm going to face mm -hmm. nothing no I, no no I'm not at all with cancer i'm going to be going through chemo i'm going to be going through radiation based on what the doctors have told me all of the things that i fear are going to happen are going to happen yeah i'm mm -hmm. going to be nauseated I'm gonna blah, blah 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 but when we choose to sit in god's lap and go okay god I'm now, I, I, I know this is going to hurt. I know this is going to be uncomfortable. It's like that child that goes to get shots. Sure. And they sit, yeah. right? Yeah. Or the blood test. Yeah. You know, they know, but that's why we as mommies, we hold our, there. our this is going to hurt. And, but it's going to also be over. Yep. It's also going to be over. And you're going to be okay. And you're going to be okay. And you're going to be okay. You're going to get the lollipop. You're going to get the bandage. All, all of that. All of that. All of that. All of that. And that's what it is. It's, I, it's I love that. I, I love the visual of you can crawl up into his lap. I love that visual. I think that's a really good place to end. Yeah. I love that visual. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. I, um, yeah, this has been, this has been an incredible, incredible moment just chatting with you. Uh, we, ha we have so much sameness. I started to tell you that at the beginning. Um, to our listeners, I really hope that Shireen has blessed you today. I don't hope. I know. I know Shireen has blessed you today. She was pastoring. Y'all know she was pastoring. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but you know what? Through her journey, right? And her journey has given her the authentic word, right? To be able to, you have authentically lived this and it has translated, the word has transpired into your life as well. I am so grateful for your time. Um, if you would like to connect with Shireen, please visit her in very informative website. I went on it and there's a, so much information on there called Connect Three Ministries. Um, and, and, and I'm sure Connect Three, do, do tell me who, what, why did you name it Connect Three? I probably so, know the answer. God gave me that name because my gifts, my passions, my interests um, lie in these three areas the word worship and working relationships so the whole idea is connecting people to god through the word that's when i preach when i speak uh when i do my joy connection whatever way but through the word worship because i lead worship and i sing and i write music and whatever and working relationships helping people in their marriages helping people mm. with their walk of forgiveness helping people with you know and mm -hmm. so that's why it's connecting people to god through the word worship and working relationships and that's beautiful it, yeah so you won't forget the name of her website connect three ministries right. thank yeah. you shireen thank you for listening to the unbreakable spirit for the soul podcast click like and share your feedback and suggestions are very valued and please reach out to me if you'd like to share your story the IG handle is at the.unbreakablespirit, and we can be reached by email at therealtus at gmail.com. That's therealtus at gmail.com. Selena and Shireen signing off for now. Thank you for joining us. Bye.